Hello everybody and welcome back to Talking Body. It has been a few weeks. Um, It has been a while. Your girl has been busy. Your girl has been dealing with life. She's been dealing with stress, struggles, work, adapting to everything. Um, So sorry I haven't been recording much lately, um, but we're going to get back on track. Um, I've got a few episodes in, in the works and I'm really excited to release and to work on um so yeah with what have I been doing lately I I've just finished my rehab rotation at the hospital so I'm currently on two weeks leave and after that I'm about to start my emergency department um rotation which is really exciting I'm very excited also very nervous um the whole experience has definitely been challenging uh challenging hard but also very rewarding um and it has definitely helped me in my career so far um yeah it's been a huge learning curve you're learning something every day so that's why it can be so exhausting because you're also learning so many things on the go at the same time but yes I've just been trying to manage life um, trying to adapt to a new lifestyle trying to manage my sleep trying to manage my stress as well as enjoying life all in between so yes everything's been quite hectic at the moment but I'm, I'm keen to get back to talking to you guys and to get a start on the next couple of episodes I want to share with you. Um, so yeah, let's get into today's episode. Um, today I'm going to be talking about vulnerability and grief. This is a topic that I've slightly kind of covered in an episode with Jade. If you all haven't listened to the Evolving with Jade episode, I highly recommend. We dive deep into a little bit about vulnerability and grief and our own experiences with it but today I'll also be kind of giving my point of view and going into depth a bit more to do with both of these emotions how we can manage it um, how we can use it um, as best as we can instead of looking at it as a negative thing um, to start involving it in our everyday lives a bit more um, but looking at them as a positive and learning to get things out of both vulnerability and grief that you can use maybe in the future or with your next connection or relationship with someone or even just in your current relationships that you have now. So let's get into the topic of today. Um, So I'm just going to get right into what grief and vulnerability is to me specifically um to me both vulnerability and grief are things that are vital for me in order to grow i think that they are two things that i've learned to intertwine both the negatives and positives out of them um And what I mean by saying that is I've learnt to accept that grief can be both negative and positive as well as vulnerability being both negative and positive. Um, I like to look at grief as not just the negatives, um, not just thinking of 
grief and thinking bad things um but that it can actually be good grief and heartbreak have actually been some of the best breakthroughs I've had in my life so far (laughs) that has actually helped me grow to be the best version of myself that I can be obviously I'm still growing and evolving as we all are but some of those downfalls have actually been probably the most beneficial for me it has definitely pushed me to question things and situations and it's also challenged me it's helped me to decision make and to definitely make better choices for myself I've learned to channel grief and sadness into understanding and learning so I can take these on board into the next chapter of life um, and focus on my next connection or situation where I can involve those learnings into. Um, I've learned that things are not always within our control. This is something that I struggle with a lot because I like to be in control of a lot of things. Um, but sadly, we can't control everything but we can control how we, re- how we react and how we choose to change. Um, being vulnerable can help recover from feelings of grief. So I do believe that grief and vulnerability can work both well together in collaboration when we are talking about working through our emotions. Um, I think being more accepting of vulnerability will also assist and building valuable relations and connections as we gain and strengthen the ones that we already have. So I definitely think that vulnerability and grief are things that as we look on from the outside in look negative and bad but can actually be positive and reinforcing to the connections and relationships that we share with one another. A couple of weeks ago, I was actually watching this TV show. Um, I really liked it. <laughs> Sad thing. The series ended and I have to now wait for the next season. I always seem to do that to myself. Um, but the character on the show said that sometimes your heart has to break multiple times in order for it to open up. And... At first, or at least a few years ago, it wouldn't have made much sense to me at all. But now I fully understand and relate to this saying and try to think this way when I stumble across something negative or page turning on life. Um, So, yeah, this this really kind of stood out for me because, like, you know, we always go through a downwards, a downwards, (laughs) a downward spiral where we're constantly thinking about oh my gosh I cannot stand another heartbreak I can't stand another fall I can't stand something getting in the way again I'm just so exhausted I just I I can't keep doing this but sometimes you need those heartbreaks sometimes you need those fallbacks Um, because life isn't perfect and how you're going to learn anything if we don't have a setback at some point in life or if we don't fail in life how are we going to learn how we how are we going to move forward same thing with a heartbreak or whatever it may be. Um, sometimes grieving and being vulnerable is actually going to help us to open up more. Um, it's not going to make us weak. It's not going to make us close up. Um, in some instances, yes. And these days we are more prone to close up. 
society definitely influences us that way but I believe that grief and vulnerability can also help our hearts to open up um okay well I'm going to share a little bit of a story about my experience with grief and vulnerability um my first experience maybe we'll discuss my first experience with grief um I would have to say was when my pa passed away um almost it's mm, I think it's eight years this year ago um but I was 14 at the time um and it was very devastating my pa was my best friend um he was very close to me he was very close to my other siblings he yeah he was in our everyday life um he was there for us in every way possible um we loved him dearly so having such lot having such a loss at such a young age definitely definitely took turned my life around it definitely changed me for the worst and for the better however I've definitely learnt from the experience um I've definitely grown since the experience but it wasn't a great experience um grief definitely had a toll on me vulnerability definitely had a toll on me and I had to learn how to manage and deal with those emotions in such a raw and lonely way um However, I did have a very amazing support network, so it definitely made things a lot easier. I'm I'm very lucky. I'm very privileged in that sense that I have a lot of people around me that are very supportive. Um, But my first experience with grief was the passing of my pa. Um, It still hurts to this day, but with time... The pain gently eases. Um, but yes, that is my story with grief and vulnerability uh, when I was a teenager. And being a teen, it's also harder because you're going through all these hormonal changes, you're going through puberty, and you don't even know how to deal with those emotions yet. You don't even know what's happening to your body, let alone what's happening in your brain. And when something traumatizing and sad and horrific and family changing happens to your life it feels like the world is on fire like your life has completely been turned upside down as it was to mine um and my family's life my family dynamic my family's everything had changed um and it was it was a very hard and sad time in all of our lives it was it was very it was very difficult um and a few years prior to that we also had another family member who had passed away before that as well which was very life-changing and very sad and and it always is um and unfortunately these things do happen in life um as sad as they can be but that is a little insight of my first experience with it and I guess the rest of this episode I'm going to be sharing sort of maybe not sort of how I dealt with it but ways in which 
we can all deal with it and come out on the other side and like I said earlier on at the start of the episode how we can kind of change those negative views on grief and vulnerability and really flip it into a positive and use these emotions for the better instead of the worst um grief and vulnerability are expressions of emotion emotions are how we express how we are feeling so grief and vulnerability can really really set in deep you know in some ways it does feel like depression in a way because you're experiencing extreme feelings of loss and sadness and different kinds of emotions all at once and when you feel so vulnerable or like weak in some kind of way you know all these emotions are bundled up and it it can be difficult and hard to even comprehend explain and more and more (laughs) I can't even speak and more specifically express what is it to be vulnerable to me to be vulnerable it is not weak at all it is not weak at all and I have learnt later on that it actually requires strength um, vulnerability is not weakness at all especially in today's society it is something that requires immense amount of strength not a lot of people are prone to express how they feel um, And society definitely bottles emotions up and society definitely doesn't let other people see what each other are feeling. It can definitely be hard to be vulnerable and is something that I'm still working on all the time. It is something that you're not just going to pick up and once you start doing, you're going to keep doing it. Like These are things that take practice as everything and you've got to keep trying and you've got to keep working at it because... It's the same with everything, like working on relationships and friendships, like you're not just going to stop doing that, you're going to keep doing it and that is the same with continuously progressing and growing and evolving within yourself. It is not an easy thing to do at all and that is because as most people, as most people do, they shut off vulnerability in order to protect themselves from getting hurt, such as heartbreak. Being vulnerable is to have conversations with people that are on a deeper level. And when I say this, I don't mean you have to have a deep and meaningful every time you talk to somebody. But having conversations beyond the normal small talk can actually help strengthen your relationships by getting to know the other person better. But also getting to know yourself better on a deeper level. Having vulnerable conversations can build your emotional intellect. But having the ability to manage your own emotions and understand the emotions of other people around you. What is it to grieve? I believe that grieving, like I said before, does not always have to be a bad thing. When people think about grief, they think about death, loss, losing something, something ending or becoming genuinely sad, heartbreak, breakups, Now, all of these things are true. However, grief does not have to always be negative. Grief can be a good thing. 
Grief leads to relief. Grief, relief. Grieving is not only a negative emotion, but can help in the assistance of forming positive emotions. As like that long five-step whatever thing, I don't even know what it is, but like, you know, you go through grief, you go through acceptance, you go through, or is it, I don't even know how it goes, but grief is always the starting point, but it's never the finishing point. Grieving is not only, I think I just like repeated myself, to become accepting of the situation or to at least to not be sad, grieving must happen in order to process the pain. As silly as it sounds, without pain, there is no gain. (laughs) Grief in the moment can be painful. However, grief can determine a lot of breakthroughs and resolutions. Uh, I find it funny that I used um, without pain, there is no gain. It's so funny. I use it in the gym all the time. I use it every time in life that I feel like giving up or every time I'm in pain and I'm being silly or when it's not really painful I'm just being a wuss but it's it's kind of true you know um without pain there is there is there is no gain why are these emotions so important in building meaningful connections and relationships well I'll tell you now. (laughs) Both these emotions are important in building meaningful connections and relationships because it helps not only build your relationships, but it also builds your relationship with yourself. The more you know yourself, the more you're open to getting to know others and the more accepting you are of their feelings, the more accepting and the more you can understand their feelings. The more you build on your connection with yourself, the more you can let others in, the more you can open your heart, and the more you can make room for other connections. I seriously never understood the meaning of love yourself first in order to be like able to fully love someone else. Never understood the meaning. Never, ever. I was like, but like people are love, you know, like why do I have to love myself first in order to love other people? Like I never understood it until I started to realize I did not have a good relationship with myself and I was always seeking love through other people because I never loved myself enough to do it myself. I lacked security. I seek validation in others and I didn't know how to do it for myself. Now when I spend time with others, I'm fully present. I enjoy my time a lot more with my people. And when I do spend my time with my people, it is very important to me. Nothing gets in the way with my time with them. Like, usually I'm never on my phone. Um, You know, I'm I'm fully present with them. I, I, I like to keep it that way. Or if, I don't know, something else comes up, I'll usually say no and say, look, sorry, I have this, I have, time with these people um that I've scheduled and you know it's happening I can't change anything a little bit of psychology behind everything like what happens in the brain when we experience grief and vulnerability 
our frontal lobes in our brain, so the front part of our brain, are our emotional control centers and our homes to our personalities. This frontal lobe that we have at the front of our brain is where we plan, decision make, reason, memorize, express and speak, as well as many other things. Um, our prefrontal lobes are where grief and vulnerability are activated because these are both emotions that are being activated and our frontal lobes are are our emotional control center this is you know this is where we express both these emotions can be released as a stress response activating the sympathetic nervous system if anyone has heard of that of the brain also known as the fight or flight response if anyone's heard of the fight or flight fight or flight response which i can talk about in a bit later or in another episode Society influences. Society has impacted the way we deal with our emotions and our vulnerability as we only show people the highs in life. People are prone to covering up their insecurities and only show the edited and filtered versions of themselves. Society sees emotion as weak or as problematic. Society sees vulnerability as a risk for getting help. Hurt, sorry. People are more likely People are more likely to internalize vulnerability as a symbol of rejection. In Let's roll back a little bit. So people are more likely to internalize vulnerability as a symbol of rejection. So if someone's going to go be vulnerable to someone and express how they feel or set up boundaries or whatever, a lot of people fear that that's going to be rejected because they're being like, straightforward with how they feel or they're being really direct um and people think that's that's not what people want because nobody normalizes to do this in relationships or just in communication like in order to develop a relationship you want communication so but vulnerability isn't normalized it's something that we all need to learn and practice and it's something that we do need to normalize because communication and having a healthy healthy relationship is really important not only with yourself but with other people so learning to not internalize it as a symbol of rejection would be better than not (laughs) um so why in dating do we tend to have our guard up um well, simple as that. People fear rejection. And don't get me wrong, we all do it. I've done it plenty of times before. We all fear rejection. So we all have our guards up. Instead of taking our guard down and just being like, hey, I like you. Um, I'm being straight up with you. Like I have feelings for you or I would like to see where things go. Like people just don't want to do that because they're just so scared what the other person's going to think. I've definitely learned to take my guard down in certain situations that I believe would be reasonable. And don't get me wrong, I do pick my people with who I do it with, but sometimes these days I just don't care anymore. Like if I have boundaries or if I have 
ways that I want to be treated or if I have things that I want to communicate, I just pull my guards down and go, hey, this is what I want from you. If you don't reciprocate those feelings or if you don't want the same, whatever, too bad. Let's move along. It's hard though because when things have been normalized for so long to not be like that, you know, change can be hard and change is difficult when it's not something that we all get taught to do. Okay, how has grief affected the way we maintain healthy relationships and friendships? Grief, like vulnerability, is something we use to guard ourselves from others. Simple. We tend to use grief as an excuse to push people away we care about in order to not get rejected. We would rather push away people than ask for help because the fear of rejection seems scarier than dealing with our emotions on our own. So once again, grief is a little bit similar depending on the person, depending on how they deal with their emotions and with this conversation and topic in general, I'm being very generalized. I am not pinpointing any way or matter on how people or all people do things. This is very generalized. Some people tend to have their guard up when they're grieving. They want to do things on their own. They don't want help. And then there's the people that will ask for help and genuinely feel like they need the help or need other people to help them or encourage them or whatever it may be but this is all very generalized um people will tend to put their guard up when experience when experiencing vulnerability and grief very common guide to being more vulnerable tips on how to let's go through them some things that I have learnt that I have taken on board and the th- some of the things that I still use to this day are um, giving yourself grace. I am trying to every day give myself just a little bit more, just a little more grace. Um, being vulnerable is courage. So just giving myself grace, you know, if I can't be vulnerable de- today, that is okay there's always time for tomorrow there is always time to have a little debrief with your bestie there is always time to be vulnerable with yourself there is always examples there are always times where you can practice and where you can give yourself more grace Um, and just trying not to judge yourself on whether you're being vulnerable or not is another thing just to keep up with is just trying not to judge yourself um avoid worrying about judgment too like whether that's from yourself or others who cares like if you want to be vulnerable with someone be vulnerable with someone like who cares about what they say and what they think and if they're not willing to reciprocate that or if they they're not accepting of that well then they're not the person that you want to be spending your time with they're not people that you want to be present with they're not people that you want to be with they're not people you want to be friends with if they're going to be judgmental towards you and your feelings like I was saying to someone the other day like the way that we judge ourselves right 
we would never in a million years say that to one of our friends. Like we would never be like, if we think that, oh my gosh, our hair's so ugly today. Like we would never go to our friend and say, oh my gosh, your hair's so ugly today. So like, why do we judge ourselves this way if we're never going to judge other people that way? So I just think it's important to stop worrying about the judgments that other people may have about you about the ways that you're being vulnerable with them and give yourself a little bit of grace when you feel certain ways towards yourself as well practice being present with yourself and others be in the moment if you want to practice being more present, maybe switch off your phone while you're with your friends. You know, don't don't answer those text messages, of course, unless you need to. Like, you know, something bad has gone down with one of your family members or whatever. But be more present. Switch off your phone. Um, you know, have more deep and meaningful conversations with your friends. Connecting with your friends. Um asking your friends how they really are, asking them about their week or if they're doing okay. Um, be more present with yourself, you know. Ask ask yourself how are you, like are you doing okay? Have you taken a time out of your day to take a deep breath? Have you taken time out of your day to do something for you or to do something that makes you happy and less stressed? Have boundaries and be forthcoming with your needs. Learn to say no and communicate what you need and how you want to be treated. This is a big one. This comes with vulnerability in its finest. You know, vulnerability is a good thing because it's not just being vulnerable. It is telling someone your boundaries. It is being upfront with saying to some. It is being upfront with someone and saying no. It is being upfront with them and communicating with them what you need. Whether this is in a friendship, a relationship, whatever it is. If you have certain things that you want for yourself. If you want cert- if you want time for yourself. If there are certain things that are a must. You need to communicate these things with other people. If there are certain ways that you don't want to be treated. These are things that you need to be communicate with with vulnerability isn't just the word vulnerable it is about being strong and firm vulnerability is being strong and firm about what you want um, and communicating those needs and i think that's where we go wrong with vulnerabilities we think it's vulnerable we think it's emotional we think it's weakness we think it's sadness vulnerability is something that keeps us firm and strong in our values and how we communicate with other people. It is a necessity. It is something that we we need to be more strong about. Practice sharing how you feel. You know, practice sharing with one of your friends, hey, I'm feeling good today. this also happened today or I'm actually not feeling that great about myself at the moment Um, or I'm not feeling that great today I don't know why but I'm not feeling good today can we talk about 
can we can we can we discuss and you know what more than likely the other person is probably going to be like yeah I'm not feeling too great either or and then you know ask each other how each other are like not just being like hi how are you but like how are you how are you really feeling what's been happening what's been happening in your life (laughs) you know sometimes dwelling on these conversations isn't always good either but it's good to have a genuine conversation a genuine catch-up with someone that you trust and that you love because you are building constantly building and uplifting your connection that you already have with someone but it's it's good and it's it feels good to have a genuine conversation with someone and really just being like how are you today how have you been in the last week you know have you been sleeping well have you are you enjoying your job are you are you feeling are you feeling financially stagnant like sometimes it's just good to get these feelings off your chest too otherwise you're going to go home and it's going to all bottle up and eventually it's all going to come out in ways that you don't want it to be self-aware be aware of when you could be more vulnerable and when you might not need to be when i say when you could be more vulnerable when you don't need to be i think i mean really pick your people like don't go spilling your guts up to someone that you don't trust because more than likely you know they're not gonna they're not gonna respect your values your your emotions it is it can be hard and it can be especially if you think that you trust someone but I think it's really important yeah to be self-aware and to be careful with what you do say to some people as well um and obviously if you feel like you can't trust anyone at all obviously this is where you know obviously you might need a, a professional or a family member or someone you really do feel like that you can trust to talk to about things but being aware of who and who you can't speak to about these things is really important because this also comes down to your support network as well just being mindful of who's going to respect and support your emotions and your feelings is really important and I've also kind of put that this kind of goes down into the other point as well they kind of link in together is yeah choosing your people to be vulnerable with um I like to kind of I don't like talk to different friends about different things but like for example my best friend like I will talk to her about absolutely everything um but then I also have like certain friends that like I probably wouldn't talk to about some of the things I would talk to with my best friend and they like might be my friend that I go to about certain things but not always the same things that I would go to for my best friend for or I might have certain friends that I will do 
love leaning on for like maybe work debrief kind of things um and all of that jazz but like I probably wouldn't go to them for you know other personal reasons or maybe I have some work friends that I I would go to about a lot of things you know not just about work but personal things too because you know we connect well and we have you know that special background that we we all get um but yeah I kind of like to you know I I pick and choose my people who I'd be vulnerable with and with the certain conversations that I have as well um which is good when you when you have a few good friends um you know you can pick and choose kind of and it's not like you know you can pick and choose but sometimes it's nice to be able to discuss certain things with certain friends and then with other friends you don't because like some people could be like you know for example you might want to you might be having a terrible heartbreak you know you might just gone through like a horrible situation and it ended and it's so sad and one of your friends might be like oh my gosh just stop talking about it like I can't talk about this any longer whereas you might have a friend who could talk through this with you all the time and never get sick of it so like you just got to pick and choose the people that you talk to about certain things is what I'm trying to say learn to stop internalizing vulnerability as weakness this is so important we need to start internalizing vulnerability as strength and as something that is being firm and as something that is forthcoming and communicating your needs we need to start looking at vulnerability as communicating your needs because communicating your needs is the most important thing learn to process your emotions and understand why you might be feeling a certain way I do a lot of this and I've learned a lot by doing this is kind of it's basically reflecting probably should have just put reflecting there but learning to reflect on your emotions and understanding why you might be feeling a certain way so if you're feeling like down in the dumps one day kind of just understanding like why and if you don't know why well maybe we need to start doing some digging you know what triggered it and this kind of goes into my next point as well is understanding your triggers and what they might be if you have any so the way to kind of understand your emotions and dig a little deeper and understand why certain things might be happening is literally by understanding your why why are you feeling sad is it because something happened at work the other week and you're still feeling funny about it but you haven't said anything or you haven't dealt with it so that just gloominess is moving on into your next week did you have a fight with a family member and it's still riding you up inside but you don't know why and then all of a sudden a couple days go past and you're still feeling that way but you don't know why what's setting it off did you have an argument with your partner uh, uh, do you feel guilty about something kind of just digging a little bit deeper and understanding your emotions and why you might be feeling a certain way can really help 
in finding resolutions and being able to manage and cope with those emotions um and it goes both ways you know with being happy like why are you happy today sometimes it's it's nice to question those things too because then you can start affirming gratitude you know i'm happy today because of this and i feel good about today because I'm actually really grateful that I got to see this person and I got to do these things. Like you just feel like you have more appreciation for life and for the experiences you you get to have ultimately. Anyway, that is all for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. That was just a little bit of the nitty and gritty behind vulnerability and grief that I wanted to to discuss today. Um, I dove in obviously a little bit about a tiny fraction little bit of the psychology behind it um, and why grief and vulnerability can be a good thing and how it can really change and evolve our friendships and relationships and how choosing the people that we share these things with are really important and how society has really influenced us on how vulnerability can be seen as a weakness and can be a fear that we um, choose not to involve in our relationships whether that's intimate casual dating friendships family relations whatever it may be it is it is very much a internalized thing in society that we are seeing um as a negative thing um which i'm glad that we discussed today because i really want to be able to change that obviously we're all not perfect we are all going to be guarded at times we're all going to have our bad days and with certain people of course you're not going to want to especially if they're a stranger you're not going to want to like spill your guts up to them um but a conversation a conversation is all that needs to happen a conversation starts things a small conversation will speak words so I'm glad that we just touched on it a little bit, but I'm sure we will we can talk more about it later on. But that is all for today. Um, I hope the guide to and tips really helped as well. These are some things that I have really tried to implement daily or just in general when I find myself being less or more vulnerable I like to involve some of these tips into helping myself um, still working on it as we all are but I really hope this episode um, helps a lot of you out anyway I will speak to you guys soon I have a few more episodes in the works that I am keen to release, so I will speak to you guys all very soon. Bye.